0: Welcome back, my friend. And I apologize for this episode being a day late. If you picked it up on the day of release, of course, you'll know we usually release on a Monday, but life stuff happens. So this episode had to drop a little bit later. So apologies for that. There's another big thing we need to get out of the way first, which some of you may have picked up on. Dr. Disrespect, the popular streamer, is starting to release some content about his new developed game called Dead Drop, which seems to be an FPS shooter, based in a cyberpunk future or past. It's a little bit hard to figure out. But in any case, for any of you conspiracy theorists out there imagining that this podcast may have been a subtle ARG or a nod or a wink toward this game, it wasn't. Pure coincidence. But, Dr. Disrespect, if you are listening, there's an opportunity for a collaboration here. I know it. Get in touch. Anyway, this is your transfer from the 2nd of August, 2022. And these are the news stories that you need to know. There are new reports from Valve indicating that Steam Deck production has improved significantly, and that a lot of the reservations that have been made will be able to be met by at least the end of the year. People who made their reservations for the Steam Deck may be seeing their potential delivery time jump up by an entire quarter higher. For example, someone who was in Q4 or later May have moved up to the Q3 slot. It seems like production is increasing significantly over time. They did promise that they were gonna do this and it looks like they're fulfilling that promise, which hopefully means that there's going to be more Steam Decks flying around the planet very soon. For any Australians listening, of course, we can't order a Steam Deck still. If they are ramping up production and seeking to significantly improve the device over time, then hopefully we'll be getting the best version of this Steam Deck when it becomes available and, I would hope at least, to be able to order the Steam Deck for ourselves from our country within the next year. There are no reports saying this, it's purely my speculation, and also my hopes and dreams. (laughs) Call of Duty developer Activision Blizzard has made headlines again, this time for an act of plagiarism. An indie concept artist on ArtStation, with the handle Salen5, has claimed that the Call of Duty developer has copied some of the assets that he has made available on ArtStation in one of their recent releases for Call of Duty. This release is called the Floof Fury Tracer pack and includes a Samoid skin that very much reflects one of the artwork pieces. And there's even a picture online at the moment that shows the comparisons between the original artist's picture and the artist rendition on the Call of Duty pack as well. If you'd like to investigate this a little bit further yourself, The article linked in the show notes will show you the image and the comparison. But this isn't the first act of plagiarism in the game development scene. AAA seems to do it a lot. And it's really sad to see when indie developers like this that don't have tons and tons of money to pursue copyright and get what they're owed don't really have much recourse except to ask for compensation for their work. Then it really becomes about the lawyers in AAA trying to figure out what they can get away with and what they can't which is incredibly unfortunate. If you do see an opportunity to support an indie developer, artist, concept artist, you should definitely try and do that where you can. Don't follow what the AAA companies seem to be doing at the moment. There may be some more detail in between the lines that we're just not seeing or hearing about because of closed door conversations, but plagiarism. Let's try to avoid that where we can. A rumour has been kicking around the last few days that Stadia is another Google service that's looking to be killed before it comes to completion. It seems that this rumour emerged from a Twitter account called Killed by Google, which makes sense, and the account claims to have sourced this information from an anonymous regional Google manager, which may explain why it attracted so much attention initially. Some of the original message states that they did not have an exact date that the end of service will happen, but that they did say by the end of the summer. He also mentioned that we will not be transferring their services or servers to any other competitor per se, and it will be much like they did with Google Play Music, same exit approach and strategy. Stadia has since denied these rumors and said that they will be continuing to support the service for as long as they can. Although there is a culture in Google, or at least external to Google, that they kill apps quite quickly, and often without much warning, and they're not really precious or sentimental about the apps they provide, which likely added credence to a rumor like this. Suffice to say, Stadia is not going away, at least by reports from Google Stadia's marketing team. The remake of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic has reportedly been put on pause, with the future of the game said to be not definite, at this stage. Bloomberg has reported that Aspire Media, responsible for the development of the game over the last three years, has recently fired its design director and art director after what appeared to be a unsatisfying vertical of the game, a demonstration to see what it could do. One of Bloomberg's sources suggested that too much time and money went into the demo and that a realistic release window would not be possible until at least 2025. So apologies if there's any fans of KOTOR out there. It's unlikely that it will be coming in the near future. And if it's expected to, I'll be sure to report it in an episode of The Dead Drop. The company Meta or Facebook is continuing to make headlines as the FTC makes a filing against the company for their attempted purchase of Within, which owns the fitness app Supernatural, which is incredibly popular. And part of this suit is that Meta will be cornering the market on fitness apps in the metaverse. Meta has been reported to spend $400 million on the purchase of Within, which was announced last October. The majority of the FTC's case is that it would lessen the competition in the fitness virtual reality app market. If they managed to get Supernatural under their banner, it means that there would be no competitive functionality or improvement on the currently owned app Beat Saber, which is classified as Incidental Fitness and it would allow Meta to control an enormous chunk of the fitness app market for the metaverse. Meta and Zuckerberg have been keen to establish their idea of control for the metaverse and being the one and only solution. This might've been what got the FTC's heckles up initially, but we'll have to see what kind of precedent gets set here for game company acquisitions in the future. Once again, we're entertaining rumors of an early game release because of the release of dates for paraphernalia around the release of a game, Hogwarts Legacy is now rumoured to release in early December. There was an art book that was intended to be released and sent on December 31st, 2022, which has now been changed to December 6th, 2022, which, based on comparisons with another art book for Gotham Knights, would seem to correlate strongly with an earlier release of the game. Now, of course, if this has you excited, this is not an official announcement. Once again, it's people trying to put things together. Uh, One thing that the Hogwarts Legacy development team has tried to push aside is the idea it's being delayed, which would reflect strongly with the push up of a release date for paraphernalia around it. But look, we can't rely on it. So temper expectations, don't get too excited. But you never know. Now, I have another podcast recommendation for you here, because I was a guest on one of their episodes and it released last week, which hopefully you saw if you've been keeping an eye on the Twitter and the Instagram for The Dead Drop. The podcast is Superhero Cinephiles, hosted by Perry Constantine, who is incredibly knowledgeable on movies and video games and comics, all related to superheroes, and he runs this podcast bringing on guests every week to talk about their favourite superhero films. I was fortunate enough to talk about Push, a little known Chris Evans title from back in 2009 that I thoroughly enjoyed. Didn't get the fanfare that it probably deserved. So if you're keen to check that out or just hear us discuss it, I'll link the episode in the show notes and subscribe and have a listen to his podcast. In case you're still not convinced, here's a quick promo of what Perry gets up to on superhero cinephiles. Did you know there was a Doctor Strange movie in 1978? Or that Tim Burton and Nicolas Cage almost made a Superman movie in the mid nineties? On Superhero Cinephiles, we take you on a journey into the world of superhero films, including the acclaimed, the infamous, and the obscure. And you might just be surprised at some of our takes because here we wanna talk about the things we love, not the things we hate. Listen to Superhero Cinephiles on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us on the web at SuperHeroCinephiles.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram at SuperCinemaPod. Again, if you're interested, the link is in the show notes. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. Follow the Instagram or Twitter if you'd like to find out more. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news. And make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.